0: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to me.
1: Welcome to the Lunchtime Catch Up Podcast, everyone. My name is Scott McNeese, and on the line for the first time, we have Grant Hill, who is. Let's just say, just come back from Vietnam uh, late yesterday, so got in just before the game. How are you holding up, Grant?
0: Uh, this is the new jet-lagged version of Grant's on the Lunch Run Catch-Up Podcast, so <laughs> it's a uh, very special guest star today, but I'll be here for the, uh, for the whole show.
1: So, uh, yeah, I guess understanding that Grant kind of did watch the game with me last night, but was...
0: Through very, very half-shut <laughs> eyes.
1: Yes, so... Um... Look, we thought we'd uh, we really like the idea of doing some game reviews. So, in amongst our yeah. major podcasts, we thought we'd do some um, game reviews the next day to keep things fresh and, and hopefully, just to I guess we're just going to talk through the game, see see what people yep. think of our thoughts. And um, so, look, after round one, we had a situation which I know Grant, you couldn't uh, unfortunately see that game. You were in Vietnam having fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I was eating all manner of lovely things. Yep.
1: Yep. So. Basically we played poor for three quarters and then starred in the last quarter. And the feeling I had and the message I had was like we were obviously very rusty because we had a, a sort of a, an interrupted JLT series. So then here's me thinking, well, you know, now we now we can sort of launch <laughs> the start of the year because that last quarter kind of we played like the football that we should be playing. So then we get to Fremantle, Fremantle historically a side that we just consistently struggle against. When we go to Perth, we, um, we just seem to just become a different team, and in some ways, it's a it, in some ways it happened again. So we've now only won three of the last eleven um, against Fremantle altogether. Um, so home or away, but we've obviously played away eighty percent of the time thanks to the fixture. But uh-huh. it, it was. Um, it was a game that was very, very frustrating. We played almost similar to how we did against Adelaide in the first three quarters. Just skills, decision-making. I thought for the first time, Lyon had the edge. Uh, that's Ross Lyon, the coach, had the edge on us. He, What he did was position s- some extra guys back. We decided to counter-attack and have some extra guys on the wings and around the middle to see if we can get the ball more, which I don't mind that as a tactic. But it, it, worked. it worked a few times. It worked a few times, but then when it wasn't working, it really wasn't working. Uh, and, and what had happened then is the Fremantle pressure really was so intense onto our midfielders that we were bombing it long but then, obviously, bombing it to four of our guys to se- to seven or eight of their guys. Uh, so I reckon
0: that's that's it. That was a big thing for me too. Is that we we've got that huge tall forward line, and clearly Ross Lyon understood it, or he understood it. He knew it. He he put a tactic in place to counteract it, and with the likes of um, Waller um, and Jakey Stringer when he was in the forward line and stuff, not um, uh, not. Uh, Sorry, I just had someone call through on the phone. Um, <laughs> That's right. Not uh, performing. This is this is the wonders of uh, yeah, tele- telephones. Um, with the likes of Waller and, and Jakey Stringer and that sort of stuff not being the small option when those big options were covered, then we were in trouble. I mean, Green uh, did brilliantly. He was front and center, and he did a great job, and he was roving those he big was packs. Almost, he was
1: almost carrying us at one stage. <laughs>
0: absolutely he was. But this is the thing is that we didn't have those small forwards, which really disappointing for the likes of um um for the likes of
1: Waller and yeah Waller
0: yeah um so it's it's really disappointing that we didn't have the tools to um uh to uh, to counteract sorry didn't have the smalls to counteract the tools.
1: Yeah one thing I've noticed uh this in the first two games and I'm still hoping it's I'm sort of hoping and praying it's early season rust a bit, but our hands are really poor like it's our marking is... I don't know if it was more due than it looked like but it was a five o'clock Fremantle time or Perth time game so you don't think that would have a huge effect but boy I mean there were some real clangers of easy marks going down but it wasn't happening to Fremantle so you got to think that's us not them. Uh, so our hands the first two weeks have not been great and I'm not quite sure why that's the case um, I mean a classic example is, is Hurl's and, and we're going to go through each player soon yeah, uh, and their performance but like, I'll talk about Hurley a little bit more but really a guy like Hurley I mean his stats would be deceiving because they look great on paper and I know in the media today he's got a sort of like in our top three but I actually didn't think he was at all uh, now, he, he, he got in the right positions, defended like he did, but his skill, his, some of his foot skills and his marking was way off to the standard yeah, to the standard I, of what we would think he has.
0: Can I pose a question to you, Scotty? I reckon Frio haven't been the world's greatest side over the last uh, 12 months, 18 months, maybe. Um, but the, the thing when Frio was good, when they were really good, Um, they had that pressure. Ross Lyon was renowned for the tackling pressure, keeping it in their forward line, all of that sort of pressure acts on on players. I reckon that was 85% back last night. Yeah. Every time we touched the ball, we were handballing it just because someone was about to hammer them. And they were being—they were handballing it to the first red and black jumper they could see, and it was not always. In fact, 90% of the time, it wasn't an option that should have been taken. So, we were under constant pressure. We couldn't break out of packs and take two, three, four, five steps and look up and hit Joey D. We just—we just were—we're just were under so much pressure that our skills couldn't um, couldn't be shown, and they just didn't handle the pressure.
1: Yeah, look, I totally agree. Um, And I actually thought, um, just look on Twitter and social media, I thought people were were way underplaying Fremantle and Fremantle. A lot of people were saying, (laughs) a lot of people were just naturally thought, oh, we're good enough, we should just go over and win. It's it's time for us to win. I I wasn't that way at all. And and I'm going to give you the biggest admission, which I'll probably get taunted on Twitter on this, but I didn't tip us. Like, I actually physically didn't didn't tip us. And I noticed Robert Shaw didn't tip us. I noticed James Heard didn't tip us. And and the reason why I didn't, because one, I feel like Essendon has to convince me we've changed before. Because yeah. I, I, I tip with my head. So please understand that I'm a very analytical analytical kind of person. I tip with my head. And you look at the, every part of the data of how we play Fremantle. We always struggle. So for me, it's like, well, I, I can't. I can't tip us if that's the historical data until they actually win two or three in a row and know that things have turned around. And, and, the, and the,
0: the, yeah, that's sorry. the thing. That I,
1: sorry, keep going. Well, one thing I was going to say is one thing that was, when, even with Frio last year, a lot of the time they didn't have Fife. They didn't have Sanderlands. Yeah. Um, so, and they didn't, I mean, they picked up Wilson from GWS, who's, who's like a gun halfback. And so they have like Lockie Neal, Walters, Stephen Hill, uh, Mundy, um, and yeah. So that was a good side. I, I I know they got kind of belted a bit by Port, but Port have one of those some of those games where they're just so frenetic it's almost impossible to beat them at home. And I I, th- I actually thought this is not. I hope people don't get a false idea after that game that Frio is just a terrible top four team. I don't at all. Like I, I see their team list and their top ten are very, very good, including a brand line analyst. So, great. and their midfield is unfortunately the part that they're so dominant in talent, and and it's also the part where we're probably most um susceptible, I guess to, um. And and that's what happened. And I, I looked last year. I just I did a little bit of a test, and because we scored ninety points, I so I wonder, with Frio being a low scoring team, how many how many times ninety points would have beaten Frio last year? And it would have beaten them nineteen out of twenty two games when I did a bit of a research last night.
0: Excellent use of the statistics, Scotty.
1: Thank you. Um, and sadly enough, two of those games where they scored over ninety was the two Essendon games. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, it does. You, you couldn't, you couldn't have, um, you couldn't have
0: picked us for that game. Like, I, this is the other thing too. Everybody's got to understand, man. We've got, and I think I'm, I said this last year as well. Everybody's got to understand that when you when you bring Stringer Sarden and um, Smith in, and you get players back, and uh, it, it we're not a good enough team we look at on paper we've got heaps of names right Danaher and Hurley and Merritt and we've got these names right and that's why people are looking at us going good team yep good team like them they're on the way they've picked up three incredible players good on them but we're not a proper team yet like we've still got a gel we've got a bond we've got a hookers just learning man he's a he's a he's a forward he's learned he's a forward i, I i'm i'm with you now he's a forward but he's got to <laughs> learn the trade and the guys are got to learn the way they play together and walla's got to learn how to become more consistent so we're yeah. not the kind of player that can rock up like a like a Hawthorne used to or something like that, they just rock up and win because of the names in their side. I mean, they had just so many bloody good players. but And they all, they all
1: this, knew each other's games so well, back to front. They did,
0: and they knew it back to front, so they just rock up and win because they are who they are. We, I don't think, are ever going to have, especially the midfielder we've got. And, and oh man, I hate, I hate that because I love Parrish. I love Merritt. I love um, Dyson Heppel. Uh, Zaharakis is an absolute gun. But this is the thing, man. It, it's not – none of those guys are Nat five. and They're just not. And, and this is the thing is that we are never going to be the kind of team that can rock up and win because we've got a Danaher and a Hurley in our side. We're going to have to spend time and in, in matches and rounds of football to get to know each other so that Walla doesn't go missing and Conor McKenna can continue to, to grow. But Saad learns how to play down there. And Jakey yeah. Stringer finds out um, to play football again and that sort of stuff in a brand new club and a brand new environment and a brand new teammate. So, uh, this and is you, the thing. And I'm,
1: I'm... you've also got a situation, too, where you really need uh, McGrath and Parish and all these guys to play 100 games. In... That's the thing. You <laughs> don't ever forget. What's Parish on? He'd be on, what, 60? 50 games or something? About 40 or 50,
0: yeah. Yeah, 40 or 50 games, Melly. Like, he's had 50 games. Andy McGrath, everybody expects this bloke to win Brownlows in his second year. And uh, one of the things that's a little bit disappointing on um, on some social media that I was looking at today is just the, the level of despondency of the Essendon supporters. Like, ah, oh, I, I thought we were going to go win, and now I'm destroyed, and oh, I can't believe this club. And I go, whoa, Nelly, guys it's round number two. It's Frio when you look at it in the cold light of day. And I think it's why you and I are in the same kind of profession, Scotty, because we we look at stuff and we we take the emotion out. It's, it's not good that we lost. I appreciate that, but you've got to imagine, you've got to understand that Frio in Frio brand spanking new stadium, utterly um, partisan crowd. And with the likes of of Fife and the players they've picked up, Ross Lyons is a very, very good coach. So it's, not surprising that we lost. So, it's no, lost. It's I, I, not the end of the world.
1: I think the argument for Essendon fans it, to a legit level is almost how we play in Perth. Let, let So, almost take out the opposition. It's just why, you know, why do we suddenly have... Such poor decisions and just dropping pressure. easy marks and. But man, um, it was
0: pressure. That's oh, but some, thing. but I'm... some
1: wasn't. Like some was just simple, just simple. Like <laughs> we, had, we had Joe Danaher in thirty meters by himself and turn around and kick it halfway yeah. up the stand. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think that's that's a lesson the boys are going to learn now. On Especially someone like Joey D. I don't know. Joey D. was wheeling around thinking he was going to put that twenty-five yard, twenty-five rows back. But I just think that I, I think today is unfortunately a good lesson for the club because they'll know that Fremantle is not going to win the premiership this year right I don't reckon they'll win the premiership this year no, 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 but no. they were beaten by a side that just out pressured them out pressured them and your your big names to the club um that Essendon's got you still <clears throat> excuse me you still have to perform and you still have to c- account for that pressure so but a little bit about me, Scott, and, and tell me if this is if this is a controversial statement. And again, please don't hammer me on social media either. Um, <laughs> but is it is <laughs> Pardon my French. I, I hate losing, but is it Perth and I don't care? Like, mm-hmm. unless they start playing preliminary and finals and the grand final at that stadium, do I? I kind of don't care.
1: Well, we soon have to care because we to get to the next level, you've got to win interstate. You, yeah true uh, just, I mean we we played one final in, in ages in Sydney and unfortunately it was interstate and we got smashed so we've got to be yeah, but, the but, professionalism uh, that we should have interstate we, we are we are a little bit subject to almost a raucous crowd on our side and we play well under it but we have the opposite where we just don't seem that professional enough that when there's a bit of silence that we know a, that we you know Energise ourselves, you know, or yeah. get get into form, and that and that's where the Hawthorns and the Sydneys go to that next level, and that's why and they're they, ruthless. That, that's, yeah, why, that's, the, that's why that's why they get sixteen, seventeen wins, and they're in the top four every year. Yeah. Um, so that's so that, they're ruth,
0: ruthlessly yeah. professional. That they they don't. But yeah, fine. The crowd's great, and it's awesome to have them on your side, but they're ruthlessly professional that they can go to Sydney and perform when the crowd's against them because they're ruthless and they're professional.
1: Exactly. And that's that's where, that's where we have to get to. Uh, we're, but we're clearly not there. We're clearly not there. But oh, no, we are, we are a good side. We're going to have some great wins this year. Um, 100% agree. Um, I'm still got a huge amount of confidence in this club, man.
0: Like, don't get me wrong, I've got a hell of a lot of confidence in Sard Stringer, Smith.
1: Uh, oh, you, exactly. A- Our list, like, list, is very, very good. It's a, uh, Connor
0: McKenna, mate. Connor McKenna, twenty odd possessions. He was brilliant. I mean, yeah. Waller's Waller's interesting one, maybe, I don't know. But he's, we'll talk he'll about be, him later, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll <laughs> absolutely want to play better than that. And we'll get Raz back in a minute. Maybe Myers will do something <laughs> different. So, mate, I've got a huge amount of confidence in this club. Huge.
1: Yeah, I, I think you've sense. you just sense that it, it, there is long-term success coming. The list is building really, really well. We've just... We're just still a bit raw, still a bit. we just uh, just that sense of just needing to go to the next stage to be up with the real big boys, and we're just not yep. hit that yet. No, I agree. but but we've got a list that can do it. And, and, I hundred percent agree. And, and and even at the end of this year, a few little more tinkering's. Yep, mate. I would be, like. I'm, I'm I'm all aboard of Esten oh. throwing everything oh. at Ollie wines and for port. Now yeah. I keep, now, there's, a I keep hearing, there's a midfielder. I keep hearing Ollie Wine's whispers all the time from people that I sort of perk my ears up when they say it to me and go, Hello. Mm. Uh, so there there's your inside grunt midfielder and you go, Well that transforms the whole side. Um so yes. so look the let's go through each player. Um, cool. before we do, I just will mention i do have a slight concern and and people think this is bagging i'm not i just have a slight concern still about how we coach games as a whole and and i i think i think we're very easy sometimes to coach against because we don't counteract a a certain tactic Uh, and i think that's that's just one concern for me. Like, I, that tactic from Ross Lyon last night, that was just the whole game. Uh, and there wasn't... Yeah. You know, there's some times where we tried Waller in the middle, um, but that wasn't working. He was just having a, a really bad night. Just a real bad night, um, yep. But, you know, there's there even one time where Brendan Goddard went in the middle, in the in the clearance. And I thought he was really getting on top, and we started winning clearances. But then went. When went out for long t- periods again, so I, I was just a bit confused about what we were doing, what we were, what was our actual tactic to counter, to sort of win the game. Um, yeah. If, if we are bombing it forward and we're outnumbered, why? Uh, where are these two spare guys? If there's if they got two extra guys down our back, that obviously means we've got two extra spare guys. Why why aren't we then winning the midfield battle? Um, or how do we change that up? What is our plan, B and C? There's just a few things like that. I'm not gonna go over the top and go rah 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 bag and and, and I know people think I think that it's attacking Wilsha. We'll I just I think you sometimes just have to talk honestly and go, I, I still think that's as a fan, I know I'm not no one none of us are in the inner circle to really know, you know, if we're talking rubbish, but as a fan, just seeing it from afar, it, it, it for me I go, What is what is happening when a guy like Ross Lyon, who's, who's a very, very clever operator, sets up that kind of tactic and, and for the whole game, it just doesn't feel like we have anything to answer that tactic. Um, so Can I put just... something to you?
0: Yes. Can I put something to you as to, as to why that might be the case? Do you reckon Wusher is... He's got his game plan. Now, every AFL coach, I mean, any coach, I think, at any level, will have plan B and plan C, right? Like, if, if something goes wrong, it's not like... Plan, the only plan, you've got. You, I remember seeing like the likes of an incredible midfielder versus an incredible midfielder, right? Like two teams where you've got incredible midfielders, and or even someone like Nat Fife. Sure, we don't have Buddha hocking anymore to play that incredible hard tag that he that he used to play. But is do you reckon there's a situation where Wusher might just say, "Look, it's a bit like what they used to do with Michael Jordan, is that?" Let's play everybody else and let Nat Five do what Nat Fife's going to do. Like, let's don't let's not try and, and focus all on him. If he gets thirty six touches and two goals, then that's great. But we're going to stop Lucky Neal and we're going to stop um, uh, Stephen Hill and we're going to stop these other guys because not even Nat Five can play the whole thing by himself. So I just wonder whether or not um, Woosher is saying right. Well we're not going to fix the the forward line thing because we're going to talk to the smalls and say to them right well the, they're putting more people down there so you have to win it this way i just wonder whether or not he's saying well we've our, our plan is good enough to beat it so we're going to try uh, that plan yeah
1: i think i generally think he thinks that um I, i've never he's never been regarded as as an a tactical type of coach he's he's more like he, he's more like a systems coach he likes a system and he thinks that system can, can when it's done properly and set up properly, yeah. can beat most sides. And there may be the odd little tinkering here and there. Um, but that's how I think he thinks. Now, whether that gets you success, it didn't, in, in, I guess, with the Eagles. He, um, so he, he might be confident enough to say, well, that's what I think. But it took her ages to get that system going. And and, and to be honest, I'm still early days with Essendon to... to fully develop what I want to do so that's true that's the counter argument um, so it, it's a hard one because you mean you could say Ross Lyons a, a supreme tactical coach and he hasn't won a grand final so it's, yeah, it's, there's, there's always a to and fro about what's the best way of doing it now I, I've, I'm i a strong believer in that you develop your own system that you think is working and and sort of back it in most of the time but there's there is the occasions where you do have to go. Well, that's they've clearly set up so uniquely that that we're not we're not handling it well, and then we may, for this, I guess, opportunity, um, change things around a bit. But who knows? Yeah. To me, you, that, yeah. It, something as
0: simple, something as simple as like in the JLT game when Paddy Ambrose was having it handed to him by um, Tomahawk, and it just. That that simple move, like the, the really simple old-school thing of moving a player off a player who's getting beaten badly, you put Michael Hurley on Tomahawk, and the man doesn't look like he's going to touch it for the rest of the game. Yeah. So I just, some of those, I'd like, I don't know if I'm, uh, wouldn't you just love to talk to Wusha? But I mean, I'd love to be able to have that conversation to say what are the changes that you're making? Because something as simple as taking a bloke off a bloke or moving... I don't know, and, and this thing, everybody's going to laugh when I say this because I've said he's a forward 25 times. But if things aren't working for us in the forward line, and we're getting beaten down back, then putting Kale down there for two quarters or a quarter or something like that, and seeing if he can influence it, making some sort of change where you go, okay, this this isn't working all right, Frio, have you got someone that can counter this? Because we're going to put an all-Australian um, centre-half back down in the back line and see if he can counter that. I don't know. Just uh, I don't know whether or not he might think that he's he's given up on his game plan or something if he does that. But I just would like to see, okay, that's that's something different. He's put Jake Stringer at full back or something different to really try and influence the game or something.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, we'll soon go to the players' Just on the stats, the look, the key stats stuck out, still stuck out, stood out, even stood out. Um, Give you to the English, yep. <laughs> yeah, the English version of stuck out. Um, uh, look, the ones I noticed, probably the inside fifties, free a were, were quite dominant on. Uh, Thirty-four less marks, which tells you Frio had yeah. pretty much controlling us, and they had ninety-six uncontested marks, which means um, we got. Yeah, we've got
0: Joey D.
1: We've got we've got Hooker.
0: Yeah. We've got all these tools that should be marking things left and right, and yeah, well, they beat us by that much.
1: We only took nine marks for the whole game inside fifty, which tells you that That's just nuts. our connection from the midfield to the forwards is completely. Uh, but,
0: but again, it came down yeah. in the free AC man, It came down to that pressure. We've got we've got incredible marking forward options, and I think I saw Kale Hooker and Joey D. Get hit on a lead once each in the entire game. Like you'd. It, it was so much pressure that our, our our entries inside forward fifty are just killing us because yeah, you've got these tall players that should be taking grabs and that sort of stuff, but we're under so much pressure in that midfield that you, they don't have time to to look up, spot a player, and kick it to advantage, and it, it's it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, yeah, and even even even. Also, just to our small forwards, probably need to put more pressure on. I think we only had six tackles inside our forward fifty. So yeah, because
0: Waller's game, I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that. So let's go on yeah. to um the players. Like last week, I've just what I've done. I've just done a, a sort by the amount of disposals, um, which is interesting because the top two disposal getters was our def- was two defenders so <laughs> it tells you kind yeah, of that tells that you tell a little it? bit about the game in itself <laughs> about what what our defense sort of copped and i know yep. they i know they copped a bit of flack on on social media defense and and some parts yes i can put in but gee our midfield did not help us out uh, look hells is number is our first person hells again i'll say is a classic example of statistics probably don't Really tell the story. I did a lot of things right, so please don't think I'm bashing him at all. Because no, do it. Do you, it. You, you do, you do put that? you do put some people to all Australian level, and then you do some people at at, at you know brown level. <laughs> and that's just being honest. There's some that are yeah. absolute stars, and and, and so you you naturally expect so much of them. And and he got his positioning was spot on. Everything was that part of his game is elite. But for some reason, he's just got funny hands at the moment. And, and I'm not sure if he's got a wrist problem again from the old two, three-year kind of injuries where he had a real problem with um, just even marking the ball as having sore, sore yeah. wrists. Um, but he, his hands were obviously well off and, and his kicking so far has been a little bit off as well. So he would probably look at that game and, and see some positive, but also I, he's such a competitor. He would be pretty disappointed with some of the videotape <laughs> as well. Yeah, but um, the,
0: other, the other thing too I want to say about Michael Hurley is that the, the bloke, okay, is great, and all of the things you said I 100% agree with, but it must be frustrating a little bit to, to make that position, take that mark um, on the 40-metre mark or something like that or just outside 50, look up for that clear or even just read the play better, it hits the deck, you've 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 got the ball, you're looking up for that wing option or something, and it wouldn't appear that there was many very many clear options for him to go to. i I wonder if there's a bit of pressure on him down there as well, because when he looks up, there's not much to not many Essendon players really opened to, to make that uh, to make that pass. That's why some of yeah. the kicks the we kicks were right near the boundary line because they were the only people that were anywhere near it were near the boundary and he, yeah I wonder if that's got anything to
1: do with it oh look probably Uh, look our next person is the Irishman I I thought a fantastic game 24 positions brilliant kicked a fantastic goal in the last quarter continually tries to take the game on I thought he did a a really good job on Ballantyne Uh, so he's definitely one of the positives and and obviously when I say we're going to do this every week go through each player so look don't ever think we're bashing the players, by the way. Just naturally, when you lose and play a bad game, when you go through the players, there's going to be quite a few players that just had bad games. So yeah, understand, understand. We're not, we're not sort of play bashes. You just got to be honest. But Connor McKenna yeah. had a fantastic game. I thought yep. the, sk- I thought the skipper Dyson Apple tried his hard out. Um, did everything possible. Had seven tackles, 24 possessions. He, he tried to sort of will the side. I, f- I always felt at times to, to sort of pick up. So yep. I don't really have much complaint at all with the with the with the skipper. Had a brilliant first game as well, by the way, Grant. Zaha um, yep. Zaharakis was a bit off. Um, got the got a lot of the ball late, um, but was just a, a slightly off to what we're kind of used to. But it um, still it still ended up with, with what you call an okay game. But he would probably think he could play better. Yeah, um,
0: I think he kind of popped up every now and then. As I was watching, I saw him pop up and yeah, did that's the thing I wonder, I'd I'd really like for David to be more of an influencer, a regular influencer of the game. Like you saw Dyson try to do everything that he possibly could. He was running through the, at the bounces he was running through and he was, he was really trying to get involved. I'd really like to see David, I don't know if he has to be a bit more selfish about it or something, but really try and just go hunt the ball, like go get the thing a a lot more. uh, he's got the talent to be able to do it.
1: Yeah, so Darcy Parish. Look, I thought... I like him. I, I thought, like him a lot. I think he's had a pretty good first two games, actually, Darcy. Um, he's really competing as hard as he can. Um, he's had two plus 20 possession games. So I, I he's still, his body's still got to obviously get to that next level so he's not bounced off as much. Um, but... I don't really have much complaints I actually think he's having a fairly solid start of the year no,
0: and, and I'd ask anybody any of the, anybody that wants to say anything about Darcy is what specifically is he doing wrong like he, he's, he's the, I don't think the man's doing anything wrong no, he's, he's, he's just he's growing competing,
1: he's competing so hard that he's, yeah
0: I, man you know, I, I, I don't know how many players his opposition play uh, possessions the opposition play got but Darcy's fine I'd I, I'd, I'd like to see him right in the middle mate i'd, I'd like to make, make him the next david Zarakis. make him the a, a real serious midfield option because he's he's okay he's not the world's strongest dude in the world but he's he's an absolute trier he's got skills and i like Darcy ask a lot
1: yeah yeah same with me um look bj got a, a again i must admit he was actually pretty solid um I guess when you're going with the, when you're sorting from most disposals to less, the, the top 10 players actually are going to have a little bit more favorable yeah. favourable yeah. reviews. Um, but BJ's been had a really good start to the year. We've um, really only had one clanger in, in two games, and that was in the last quarter. But even that, um, people who know probably know what I'm talking about. He, he tried to have an aggressive kick um, for us to go down the middle. I want that clanger more than any other clanger. I want, yeah, yeah. I want. I love the fact that he tried to take the game on and, and set us into an offensive sort of mind, um, which really helps our forwards with, with that kind of kick. Now, yeah. he obviously missed the kick, but that's the only mistake I've actually seen him do really in two games. So he's yeah. had a really solid start to the year. Look, Zaki Merritt, they heavily, heavily tagged. He, he tried to get around it. It's, he put, did everything. You could tell he was trying to do everything possible to get into the game um 21 possessions is is pretty rare for Zach uh, he's usually 30 consistently so I mean all credit to Ross Lyon he identified that person as the engine for Essendon and I'm I'm a bit scared that (laughs) that we all think that as well and and, and then now everyone sort of now coaches might try that tactic but but um
0: he he. That's, that's where David Zarakis and, and those guys and Darcy, yeah. and that, again a bit more with John with with uh, Woosha, to be able to say righto, they're, they're tagging Zach, yeah. then in a quarter time, grab those two guys and say righto, boys, it's, it's you're up. Like you've got to you've got to be able to be as damaging as Zao or try to be as damaging as Zach by saying, mate, he's, it's a super hard tag. You guys, you can't rely on his thirty two tonight. No. You guys have got to take the step up. Zaki, you're the leader. You've got to get in there and, and try it because if we, we can't have that one bloke tagged that badly and get bad, beaten in the midfield that bad.
1: I think the, I think a key person, um, which might get a few people's eyes raised, um, is David Myers coming back in who might be available next week. I think oh. a, a real big body... He won our clearances in the first week, by the way. So yeah. a, a real big body mid... Will go a long way to helping this group, who's who's experienced as well. Um, I think that will help those guys, just just with just the sheer fact that he's so physical and and yep. can get in there. Uh, Devin Smith was probably wow. close, close to my favourite player. Yep. Um, last night, him and McKenna sort of were almost tied. Uh, now he got the ball twenty times, but he had thirteen tackles. Yeah. So I mean, that's an insane amount of tackles. So his work rate and chasing down. Well, I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign, but he kind of put the rest of the midfield to shame, which is not great because <laughs> you don't because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to recruit guys to do that. Um,
0: no, it shouldn't be anyway.
1: No, but he was like, what a pickup! He's had now, uh, he's had two great G- JLT games and two great first round one and two. So. Uh, he's probably a, there's an argument to say he's actually almost our best player for the year so far. So if,
0: I'll, I'd go as far as saying that.
1: Yeah. So fantastic pickup, fantastic competitor. Really happy. Look, we go on to then Andy McGrath. Not too fast, a little bit quieter for him, um, but still is. I mean, it's his second game ever in in, in the midfield on a senior level and a senior yeah. AFL level. Not, not so, concerned in the slightest. So no, yeah, uh, it's just some things you go. You got to get to 30, 50 games of of that sure. standard. And I think so,
0: about it. I mean, we've we've been we've been saying how Darcy Parish is growing, and the man's only had like forty odd games of football. Well, it's <laughs> everybody needs to understand Andy McGrath. It's his second second game of football in the midfield. So yeah, that's yeah. it's not a problem whatsoever.
1: No, no, no. He's and it's, he's still there. He, he's right amongst it. So Adam Sard. Yeah. Uh, Look, a, a decent game. Um, he was actually defending quite well. He was one of our better defenders, I thought. Um, yep. uh, I guess under constant attack because the ball was coming down there so much. Um, not too much to say. I'd still like the, there's a clear on both round one and two that the op- opposition coach is almost tagging him because they're fearful of his running out from half back. So. It's a matter of now we're counteracting that and just trying to get him loose, so we can get some drive off him. So yep. um, that's that's kind of the next stage. For Sad is 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 learning how to deal with that sort of that much attention. So he he probably wouldn't have got that as much with the Suns. Just was the Suns by nature weren't a threatening side. Yeah. Um, so. That's his next stage is is working at getting with the amount of tension he's probably got now. As there's very conscious of him running the ball out and setting up our play. So, but that's that's and, all that's all learning.
0: Oh, but it's still, huge pickup, incredibly, incredibly oh, fantastic uh, pickup for
1: the club. Uh, Mitch Brown. Look, he's not going to set anyone's world on fire. No, um, yeah. struck, stru- struggled a bit. Uh, look, look personally for me, I'm. I'm more in the camp of when Ambrose is fit. I, he's still my preference because uh, yeah, I think I think I like the mobility. Um, now, interesting enough is what is the coach? Has the coach put the stamp of of uh, VFL onto Bagley? Because it's very strange. That Bagley's just now just playing VFL, and I actually thought he might come in for this game because when we announced our team. <laughs> I was a little bit concerned we went unchanged because I don't want the idea of we just go unchanged because we played well last week. I I always think like who are we playing this horses week? for
0: courses? that's yeah. right.
1: and I actually thought we needed to be more mobile this week. I thought we we're a little bit tall, um, so it was interesting that we didn't make a change there. I thought Bagley actually might suit more this and, game, but oh well. And see, that's that's my
0: that's where my thought process comes from a bit with Wusha when he uh, when I said before is that. He's he's going right. I've got tall. I've got some tall defenders. I've got some tall forwards. I, I, our game plan looks like this: beat us. You beat us with that game plan. I just yeah. I, th- I wonder whether or not Wush is going. Well, I I I back my guys to be better than your guys, like ninety nine percent of the time, as opposed yeah. to going. Yeah, look, Bagley on, on Steve Hill or that other uh, what's his name, the left footer they've got he might be a better option, we'll leave Begley out or something like that I I, I wonder if that's the way Woosher thinks because he's he's very much just sort of, yeah we won last week so everybody deserves another game, that's great but mm, we're going to Fremantle and they've got some great small forwards, we've got one that's been great throughout the whole, for his entire career, I wonder whether or not we should bring him, so mm. I, I just wonder whether or not that's the way Woosher thinks
1: Yeah, he, yeah Yeah <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> um, who knows? well, hopefully we'll get the chance to ask him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Matty Maddie Day or D. Um actually I actually thought he was pretty solid, Matty D. Um Yeah, Maddie D's a solid footballer. Yeah, He's it's like a no frills, he's he's not gonna star, but it's really actually he has a really, really bad game. He's he's not a person who does major clangers either. So um I thought it was solid. Look, the next person is the is will be I can already see was in social media was the, the topic was Cole Langford. Um yep. look I'm gonna be very honest because everyone knows I'm champion Cole Langford. Um but that was a poor game. Uh and 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 you have to be honest. And I thought he played well in the last, by the way, but his first three quarters, he was Non-aggressive, which I can't understand, Um, and it it is a little bit frustrating to me. And his biggest issue at the well, just in his career, is when there's that kind of pressure like that. He really does rush his kicks and just panic a bit. And it's a continuing thread that happens with Cole Langford's game and yes the more time in the seniors will will help with that so it's 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 like this battle in my head i'm um, going like well naturally he's still quite young because we haven't played him many senior games so he's his biggest downfall to me is is lack of experience and and it's showing big time but Will that will that come in another 40, 50 games? Like, and I'm I'm just battling in my head about where Cole Langford sits. Um, I'm more than happy if he gets named next week. Wouldn't even wouldn't even bother me. Um, but he needed he needs to know that David Myers is almost ready to go, and he needs to yeah, yeah, also yeah. He, he needs to know that it's very like for like. Um, so, uh, Carl's Cole, Cole's, Cole's gonna have a nervous week
0: this absolutely I agree, but this is the thing is that they they've brought Josh Begley in, right? Like and Josh he he's a gun. I, I love the man. Um and what a pickup, what a great pickup. But he's just selected now. And I mean, okay, last night he didn't set the world on fire. The week before that didn't Well he's our world next play, fire. by the
1: way, so it's good it's a good prospect hey,
0: So let's let's review Josh Begley next. <laughs>
1: <And he kicked laughs> two goals and had twelve possessions, but it's not like a horrific...
0: Well exactly right. And I mean, I reckon Kyle Langford gets get you two goals as well. But my point is, um, he's he's not setting the world on fire and it's not a huge thing, but he, he's just picked, right? And that's cool. And I'm not, this is that I'm not pleased. I'm not getting stuck into Josh Beckley He deserves his spot on the side. I love the man. But um, I just think we should do the same thing with Kyle. We should go, look, okay, Kyle, mate, that wasn't a good game don't throw the baby out with the bathwater order with him if he's had one bad game he's not going to what he what he what he's got to learn he's got to learn in the in the yeah. ones. He, he's learned how to be a midfielder in the twos he's learnt the trade so to speak yeah he
1: he'll, he'll he, go back and have 30 possessions in the VFL next week if you want him to there you do go. that but he's, i he's don't not I, a I, footballer. I don't know if i don't know if that actually educates him at all no that's um, the
0: thing he, he's not going to learn what he what he didn't do last night in the VFL next week
1: he just he just needs to be, to no, be pumped up with a There's bit not that confidence. pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, and Begley. One thing I will say about Begley, he is now the player that we all say if there's a player to kick for your life for goal. Wow, he, he is a great kick for goal. Like he's he Mate, is just perfect action. So done
0: barrel straight
1: now, but him like Carl Langford plays in a position where a Fantasia plays. So he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna have a nervous week because uh Disney is, is is available this week and uh, and let's face it he is he is an elite talent. So uh, the, mate,
0: unfortunately you put those two together and my, my very favourite Eastern suburbs boys boy, boy uh, mate, I'm sorry, Raz gets in.
1: Yeah yeah so it'll be an interesting a very interesting selection week with with a few guys available. Um yeah. so Go, Joe Denner, huh? Uh gimme Give me, give me two minutes. Give me a minute. Give me one minute. Give me, give me
0: first crack here. Okay, uh, we've got, we've got a bloke that could be buddy, right? We've got a bloke that could be buddy. I'm going to say this once for the entire season, and I'll never say it again. We've got a bloke that could be buddy, and we're, I, we're almost wasting the man. Seriously, we're almost wasting him because rewatch the game and you see how many times Joey had to pick stuff off off the ground. Like the guy's six foot five, six six or something like that, and one of the best aerials in the comp, and we're making this bloke pick up stuff from the ground. I just the, our forward are inside fifties to that man is making him have bad games. I just
1: yeah, I well, swear. if he's not double teamed, then we yeah, we're kicking the ball two metres short of him. So we're we're now, we're doing we're doing the double. <laughs> that's would, right. Yeah, the double disservice you would say. So I agree, but having said that, <laughs> he's, he's yeah, his skills last night were. Beyond, yeah. Uh, beyond, wow. Beyond bad. <laughs> bad. Now uh, look, like, he, he's I. I've already seen four tweets saying he should go back to the VFL this week. No, he <laughs> won't go back to the VFL this week.
0: <laughs> Mate, yeah. Joey D in the VFL would kick 106 goals. Like seriously, it, it a game. It, it's. I, I think it's got a lot to do with the moustache. I think he needs to lose the moustache. That thing is a dirty-looking thing hanging off his lip.
1: <laughs> I moustache-gate, mean, yes. It's
0: moustache-gate. Um, the dirty lip. No, no, no. Joey had a dog, unfortunately. And that's cool, right? He's he's, he's still uh, up there.
1: Yeah. I, I look, I, there's a there's whole lot of lies to this. Our tactics didn't help him. Our kicking and positioning and our midfield... Absolutely didn't help him. Yeah, midfield didn't help him. But then, when he did get his opportunities, then he blew it. So it was just completely disastrous. I agree. It's it's Uh, Look, one person again I do like. And sorry if we've if you're about to say something about Joey, so go for it now. No, 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 go for it. Uh, James Stewart, Jimmy. He always kicks now two goals or more. So, (laughs) so he had his regular two goals. Isn't it? It's funny. He's not going to kick five goals. But he's, no, also, he's he not going to kick none on one. He's, he's, yeah. he's the two to three to four goal every he every bobs game. Up. So oh, he looked quite dangerous. He looked to me almost our um, most dangerous forward, or at least our most person who was looking to get the ball. Um, uh, look, Hooker, who's next? Um, did okay before, but... before we
0: go. Before we go to Hooker, Jimmy Stewart. Um, I love his consistency. I love the fact that he's turning into a really proper key position forward, in my opinion. Because when he's he kicks his two, and mate, you kick two goals a game every game for the rest of your career, and that's not a bad career. But um, one thing I like about Jimmy Stewart is that he's creating a contest. Yeah. And if you look, if you look, some of those inside fifties that um, uh, that uh, that Greenie uh, roved from him were off him. And he creates a contest like a good old-fashioned forward and the ball hits the ground either in front of him or just to the side, which is, is one of those tasks. I, for ages, I didn't understand the likes of um, Jonathan Brown and German Brereton, those boys, the old demon um, centre-half forwards and that, saying if you can't mark the ball, just make a contest. I always yeah. thought, well, yeah, fine. Anybody can make a contest. you just got to be there for it. But no, no, no. a contest is where you, you don't let it go over your head. You don't let it go past you. You put it front and center if you can't mark it, so that your smalls can get a, a crack at it, and yeah. that's what I love about um, I love about Jimmy Stewart. He does that. He he doesn't the ball doesn't go over his head. He makes a contest, and it hits the ground and gives other people an opportunity. So he's he's performing really well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Hooksy, I'm not going to speak about too much. Look, he's a competitor. He's playing okay. Just again, like Joey and Stewart, all, all three of them just had a game where actually it wasn't really their fault. No, yeah, <laughs> you go, there you go. We, just didn't, we just didn't play to no. the forwards very well at all. The uh, d- person who did get everything he could out of out of the game as a forward was Josh Green. Um uh, yep. Looked very dangerous. Um, chased, tackled hard, um, kicked a couple of goals. Um, always was, uh, for the opposition, I think he was probably... Um, seems one of our most dangerous, uh, so well done, Josh, good time to do it with, with Disney <laughs> coming in. So, uh, mate, um, you, you can't have... drop him.
0: Like, yeah, yeah re- really good effort from that bloke. He's, um, not the most physically gifted, but he, he puts himself in the right spots and, um, yeah, kept, literally kept us in the game for a while there.
1: Yeah, so we go down to, um, Hartley. Look, Hartley probably is a little bit like Hurley for me, um, drops dropped to quite a, a number of marks again his hands weren't that great um yeah i just thought struggled a bit last night um yeah. not all his fault with with the amount of delivery coming down but and but still he he can play better than that
0: he it must have been a bit overwhelming for the back line. like i must admit it's they didn't beat us by 100 points um so there well, the ball wasn't down there constantly but it was it was down there a fair bit, right? So it it, it would have been very, a bit overwhelming. So,
1: um, look, Bell Chambers, um, I thought competed hard. He actually kicked yeah. two goals. Sam Williams is tough. He had sixteen hitouts. Um, yeah, he, he had sixteen hitouts, and um, which you've got to say, when you're playing against Andre the Giant, you, yeah you're uh you're doing well so yeah
0: absolutely i just one thing with Billy is that I, he's a hugely mobile dude i would like to see him take a few more marks around the ground like a little just, bit just just look, a look, few more week, marks maybe
1: just so you know last week he actually did that really well just yeah. just just this week it, it wasn't as a case so yeah cool but i a lot of those marks he's up against sandalane so it's it's very hard to take a pack mark that, I mean, is, that is true when that the, is true. yeah uh,
0: Samuelson Sam uh, surprised me actually. Like he, the man is literally seven foot one or something like that. But he's seriously mobile. Like no, no. Let me rephrase that. He's not seriously <laughs> mobile. He just <laughs> he <didn't. laughs> let, let me rephrase that. Um, he can get up and down the footy field. Like I'll, I'll give him that. Like it's not like you can go. Yeah, well, okay, fine. At the the throw ins, you're going to beat me. But mate, I'm going to run you around this ground and you'll be dead. But he gets up and down the field and and, and contests. So he's a he's a tough. A customer as a, as a ruckman
1: yeah alright we've only got two to go and look th- the obvious two were probably our biggest disappointments um jakey, <sighs> jakey, jakey stringer oh uh, jakey you um, oh man just couldn't get into the game look again he actually had a lot of tackles he's obviously doing some things but just yeah just struggling with I'll say the craft of midfielding uh midfielding yeah. if that's even a word. Being nah, a, mid- we'll, being a we'll midfielder. Make a we'll make it a word. Being yeah. a midfielder, the actual craft of that position, he's still got a long way to go to understand Huge, the fundamentals.
0: In my opinion, yeah. Um
1: so it, it's it's that gamble. Do you persist because the you might have a big payoff or or do you actually say he was an all Australian at Santa forward? Ford? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, and this is the thing, and playing there, but and I, I actually understand both arguments because we are too small in the midfield, so yeah, it's an interesting one, and so I don't know the answer. Uh, I'm not concerned at all, by the way. Um, but, no, but no, no, no,
0: no. And I, I think Usher looks looks at our forward line and goes, "Wow, that's pretty good. We've got Waller, Green, um, Raz. We've got." Um, the talls, we've got the smalls we've got a lot of players running through there we've got them devon smith kicking goals our forward line is the problem so we yeah don't, we, we we don't need to chuck jakey stringer up there
1: we played um we played terrible we only had 45 inside 50s you kicked 90 points so yeah
0: right so forward line's not the problem so it's not like we, we we're gagging for goals so we have got to chuck jakey down there so i understand why they're taking the time to put him in the midfield because Look, you can learn because we've got a forward line that should be able to kick enough goals to win a game of footy. So I just I'll, I'll worry about Jakey, um, whether or not he's a touch of the Cyril Riolis about he's going to be a 18 possession. I don't know whether or not his best position on a football field is eight, 15 to 18 possessions, three goals, and two of them using his left foot under his... Under the under his arm or something like that, freakishly from a boundary line, or whether or not he's ever going to be a twenty-five possession hard leading the hard ball gets or something like that, twenty-five yeah. possession midfielder. I just I just wonder whether or not he's got that in him.
1: It's too early days to know anything, really, isn't it? You got to you got to oh, give, give it at least a ten game sample of, of oh. knowing if he's getting better, if he's learning the craft. So and this I, is the thing. That's, it's
0: that's the, the, thing. the the I agree. I sorry to interrupt. I. I I look at the the back line. The back line's got to learn to to play together. You look at the forwards. The forwards are going to learn to play together. Um, But the midfield is is all important. To be able to get a a group of midfielders that are cohesive and know who's going where, when, why. And it's it's difficult because Jakey's learning how to be a midfielder plus how his mid how the mids around him are playing so it's a it's the toughest position to learn and it's, and you're in the toughest position because you've got to learn with about three or four other blokes in there so yeah. i i just jakey's jakey's cream i call the man cream because he could be four liters of full cream on, on that on the inside if our mids get up and running and, and we can get david myers in there maybe and things start happening jakey's I don't think he's ever going to be our leading possession getter for hardball gets and that sort of stuff. Jakey is cream. And I wouldn't wouldn't, um, say a bad word about him yet because it's brand spanking new. Um, He's learning the club and he's learning the hardest position on the field. So no problems with Jakey Stringer whatsoever.
1: Yeah, so let's... um, We'll wrap it up. We're getting almost on the hour. Uh, Are we? Wow. I know. Well you realize there is so much to talk about this game actually yeah, so there really look is. we actually mentioned a bit before so I won't go too much onto Waller i think it's all there for to see his next um evolution um is to find the footy more uh, at yeah, half time he had he had it was zero, zero, 000 and 0 on on marks <laughs> handballs kicks and tackles wow. And so he, he can't. That just can't happen. And, and is he?
0: Is he? Was there any whispers of injuries on the man? Like is no, no. Uh,
1: there's a little bit of a twofold here. One, he's a bit out of form, but two, that actually has been a problem for him. Just not as much as it has been for last night. But he has gone in long patches, just yeah. not finding the footy. Um, he has to learn. To, to, to get better and finding the footy and, and sort of predict where the footy's going to be and and and, make him, and and run to get open and those sort of things. So he, the talent is all there. Um, oh, easily. But that's just his next evolution if he if yeah. he really wants to be sort of a, a proper star. So that's about it. Look, we play the Bulldogs next week. Um, you have guys got, got Laverde played his first VFL game, kicked a goal and took a couple of big pack marks in the VFL on the weekend, so I don't think he'll be ready yet, I'd say there's another game in the VFL coming, Fantasia and Myers and Bagley will probably all be discussed during the week, I'm not sure of any other on the top of my head of, La- of who might be available um, I don't think Francis has even played the VFL yet, so that he, he's probably still quite a bit off to even getting anywhere sort of senior sort of level yeah. match, match ready. So yeah. I think we can sort of count him out for another month. Uh,
0: I'd, I would say, well, another month, I'd say sort of towards the middle of the year. I reckon, like, the man needs to get two, three months worth of, well, two, three months, a couple of months worth of VFL decent performances in yeah. um, where he's playing well before he gets in. But, oh, man, don't tell me I don't want to see him either, just quietly.
1: Yeah. But there's, there is some talent, though, getting that will get ready soon and and Fantasia's a Fantasia is probably a very vital player um to us I, I think so absolutely because he does kick you three four goals and and, and get, get your 15 20 possessions and is so classy that
0: yeah and, and the yeah. other person don't don't count out is David Myers like you said yeah Dave, David Myers I think is a is really important
1: well like I said last week I mean to hear Hurdy say he feels he myers is personally the most important player for Essendon this year's it's yeah. a big call, cool, um, but that's huge. But um, he's a big-bodied clearance midfielder type, so we do need that. Um, he does yep. have his does have his one-sided sort of flaws um, that we all know about. <laughs> he can't go on his right yeah, side. Yeah, but, but what a side! What a side <laughs> he's a got! Killer's... That's an incredible side. It's incredible, is that? Yeah. yeah. So look, it'll be interesting to see how we approach. We've got an eight-day break against the Bulldogs, another fast-running team. So. They will notice Frio's tactics very, very clearly and uh, we've got to get ready and we're going to have a few training sessions to get ready for that. Um, so I'm i, I was quietly confident against the Bulldogs. Actually, funny enough, I, I I thought we could win round one against Adelaide. I actually didn't tip us against Frio, like I said, but I am going to tip us against the Bulldogs. I'm quietly yep. confident. Um, I think we can hit back. Um, and yeah, so... Happily, I
0: uh, I'm back in the country I will be at the Dogs game happily thanks very much
1: yes so thanks everyone for the SMV Fremantle game review hope you enjoy it we'll just keep doing yep. these when we can um, uh, we'll if there's any other sort of other kind sort of our main podcast that we do hopefully we'll do one fairly soon we'll see if we can get a guest happening yeah um, and we'll just keep sort of Going, plugging along and yeah, but thanks absolutely. for all your support. feedback. Um, any feedback,
0: lunchtime catch up um, podcast at gmail.com Get back to us, please. Let us know if you want anything changed or if you whatever you like. It's um, it's uh, it's good feedback for us. We're just um, two blokes having a chat on on, the, on a podcast. So any feedback we get from you guys, we absolutely love.
1: Thanks, everyone. You can catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, everybody, guys.